Welcome, everybody, to Merrimack College. And we are at Lala Rink. Merrimack gets set to open up the weekend. Uh, two games in hockey's play against the Boston College Eagles. John Leahy visiting with Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. And, uh, Scott, uh, let's look back, if we could, to the UMass weekend. Really two tough losses. I thought you guys deserved a better fate. Friday, uh, UMass breaks the tie with just under five seconds to go. Saturday night, you tie it up late with the extra attacker, and then UMass wins it in overtime. I guess the theme there is uh, Merrimack certainly deserved a better fate, but uh, let's start with your takeaways. Uh, first Friday, then Saturday. Well, you know, I felt good about our effort both nights. Uh, Friday, we just have to finish better. Um, you know, we had a tough time breaking the ice against their goaltender. He played really well, I thought, Friday. We had some really good chances that he was able to stop. I love the way we stayed with the play, though, and, and you know, sometimes when you get frustrated when you're not scoring and you're getting chances, the chances kind of dry up. Uh, we kept playing hard offensively, got the tying goal, and thought we were in a good place heading into overtime, and we made a turnover in the neutral zone and obviously came right back at us. But um, the the interesting thing to me going into Saturday is that that's a really difficult game to come out of at home. You expected points. You expected three points. You hoped for you know multiple points. Uh, and to lose all three of them in the last four seconds of the game is, is disappointing and discouraging. And, um, you know, I was worried about our team's – rebound the next day and i loved our team's you know rebound they came right back uh, probably played a better game saturday night down there than we did here uh put ourselves again in a position with a late goal to go into overtime and then and then did but unfortunately i uh, had a power play goal scored against us but i think our team is in a different uh, frame of mind we were disappointed with the results aggravated upset uh that we didn't get points when we felt we earned them um but you don't earn them until they're on the board so i think we just got to finish better and finish your games and keep our composure and just move forward, and that's what we're going to try to do tonight. We talked a little bit about it off the air, the maturity level of this team. You know, there's no moral victories in hockey, right? But uh, certainly, uh, you know, Merrimack, it seemed like they felt like they should have gotten points out of that and, and certainly deserved a better fate. And, and you said it yourself, they seemed like they were angry after those uh, two games, particularly Saturday. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, you, you, you claw your way back uh, you hate to see a, a call late in the game uh, create something, and obviously the, it did and uh, put us shorthanded. Um, and it was just a disappointing way for a game to end. You know, the, the, for a weekend to end, really, the two teams had gone head-to-head and really toe-to-toe the whole weekend, and I was impressed with our fight back. I was impressed with their team. Um, and you just like it to, you know, to go the right way with without it being um, aided in, you know, by another by a call. But... You know, it is what it is. We're shorthanded. We've got to kill that and move on to the rest of the overtime. We weren't able to get through it, and that's why we didn't get the points. Prior to the UMass weekend, Scott, you indicated that you felt Merrimack was going to be, going to be a better team coming out of it. Uh, what, if so, if you feel like the Merrimack uh, is better because of it, what specific things uh, did you see uh, during that weekend that might have led to that conclusion? Well, I think we, we understand how physical we have to play to be a good good hockey team with good results and both those games are extremely physical and I felt very good about where we stood in that fight um, I also thought we did a much better job on our own end we really because they were a very good offensive zone team we're probably playing a better offensive zone team tonight uh, but still we came a long way in our defensive zone and our defensive play in general against UMass uh, because they really test you in that regard and I thought our team got better without the puck uh, and that's going to be something we're going to need tonight so uh, hopefully that prepared us well for this series um, but I think our guys are uh, we're ready to you know, punch through. Stephen Jandrick had a nice game on Saturday night, two goals. He takes advantage of the turnover early, early in the third to tie. Uh, I, I thought he was uh, a presence out there. 
Yeah, he can really fly. You know, when he's not playing well, it's usually because he's not moving his feet. He's not using his biggest skill. And he's had a couple of games this year where he's kind of watched. Um, and I thought that he moved his feet. He was attacking. Uh, he got himself, you know, the reason he got that turnover in the in the third period is because he was playing hard and, and playing forward. Um, and he challenged the kid and got the puck. So I think that as long as he's doing that, uh, he can be a really effective offensive player. Uh, we put him back with Max Newton tonight. Uh, that's, that's a tandem that had a lot of success in Alaska uh, to, when they were line mates before. Um, and trying to give ourselves some depth offensively, and I think that will help. Logan Drevich also had a nice weekend, Scott. He wound up scoring both games, uh, once on Friday, once on Saturday. Uh, do you feel he's coming around as well? Yeah, it's interesting. Logan didn't play for a while on, on Friday because of a high zone turnover. Um, and then uh, but he played power play, played PK. I, I commented him on Monday to the whole, or Saturday morning, actually, to the team, that how he stayed plugged in even when he was being replaced, uh, stayed in the game. We put him with Matty Capone, and then, boom, they get a goal in the third period. And really good play by him going to the net, wrapping that puck around. He's, a, he's an electric offensive player. Um, I think he put a lot on his shoulders this year, and he's been having trouble uh, reaching that height. But uh, he will. He, you know, he, his want is very, very high. His commitment is very strong. And it's just a matter of maybe taking a little bit of pressure off himself and just playing the game. And then I think uh, not trying to create points everywhere on the ice, that's important for his game. Well, tonight you get a look at Boston College. Uh, BC split up in Vermont last weekend. There's been some highs. There's been some lows for BC so far. When you take a look at them, what specific challenges do they bring? Well, they're bigger than most teams we play. Certainly uh, McBain is a huge presence in the middle of the rink. Mark McLaughlin's another huge pre- presence in the middle of the rink. Patrick Giles, another huge presence in the middle of the rink. So they have three very big players uh, down the middle. Um, they're hard to control on our own end. That's going to be a, a challenge for us. You're not going to be able to get pins on McBain. You're going to have to kind of contain him. Um, hopefully you push him to the ice that you want him in. Uh, but we've got to keep our composure in, the, in our own end because we're playing Boston College. We're going to spend some time in our own end. Um, their defensive core is outstanding, uh, maybe the best in the country. Uh, what we have to do is be physical with them. We've got to get the puck below the goal line in, in the offensive zone, uh, beat them up a little bit, make it harder for them to join the rush, make it harder for them to be aggressive offensively because they're defending so much. Um, that's what our goal is. If we can do that, I think we'll give ourselves a good shot. And the biggest thing between BC this year and BC last year is Spencer Knight's not here. Um, and so, you know, he was you know, obviously we've seen in Florida. He was the best. Um, not having him is a hole for them. Um, but they're still good in net, and they're still really good in the back end. So we're going to have to attack, and, and I think we can get rewarded where, you know, Spencer could win the game by himself, and that's not going to happen tonight. You talked about the offense, and uh, defensively they've got five five of the six defensemen are NHL picks, uh, three of the top four defensemen scoring uh Hellison, St. Ivory, and uh, Warren. So you're absolutely right. Mer- uh, BC is uh, loaded back there. And uh, what will Merrimack have to do to, to kind of penetrate that D? We just got to keep moving our feet. You know, I think when you play a, a team that has that kind of size, you, know, you have to drive your feet, make them use their arms, make them use their hands, make them pivot. Every time you make them pivot, it's a win for you. Um, you know, against a smaller decor that was really good skaters like UMass Amherst, that's very difficult to do. Uh, we were physical. We ended up turning some pucks over. Um, against BC, the physicality, we have to bring it, but it's not going to be as effective. So we need to really make them pivot and make them play defense when we have the puck a lot more than they did uh, last weekend. Well, Scott, it'll be fun tonight. And uh, you go down to Chestnut Hill and then up to Maine for two, and then Holy Cross, we won't see you until the 27th. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you up in Maine as well as tomorrow. So good luck tonight, and uh, let's get some points. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. We're going to do our very best to do that. 
All right, he's Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. Mike Macknick and I will return with the starting lineups from Lala Rink next. You're tuned in to Merrimack Warrior Men's Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.